This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Okay. Shalom, good evening. Uh, tonight we're going to discuss something that's connected to Shtickle to the three weeks and also to the Mahalach in the last few parshas. Today, everybody knows we've discussed this before. But everybody knows that the, the magaifa of the world today is anxiety, depression. Everybody seems depressed. Not everybody, but uh, people who are not involved in Yiddishkeit, better said. Uh, suffer from anxiety, depression. It's, 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 why is that? Everybody has what they want. There's such a shefa. In the last few parishes, we had a story of Bilam. And Bilam put together a plan. And in this plan, he got the Benois Moyov to have Znus with Klal Yisrael. And at the same time, Baal Pa'ar. The obvious question is that everybody asks, what's the shot the, what's the, shot the two come together? Baal Pa'ar and the Avod and, 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 and the Issa, the Veer of Znus. What's the Shaykhs? And then the Pasuk says that they were all crying. The Eden were crying. What were they crying about? Say that they're crying, they saw Averis, but what's the Pasuk saying over here? And Tagram Yonasim says that what were they crying? They were crying and reading Shema. What's the Indian of reading Shema? Pinchas saved the situation, he became a Leonovi. Why was he Zoycha Dafka to become a Leonovi? So there's a very lot that needs explanation over here. But the, the explanation to this whole Indian is, and this is something that is. For anybody going into Kira, for anybody speaking to secular Jews, this is something that has to be known and stressed, and not just stressed in terms of content of talking about. Rather, when a secular Jew speaks to you, he should feel this Indian in every word that you're saying. What, what Indian? It's very obvious, where's the world of today, the world of Taiva, the world of Yitzhahara? Where's it all going? Where's it going? Shkoyach. Where's it all going? What's the tachlis? In today's society, the biggest pegam is that there's no tachlis. What's everybody running after the taivas? What's everybody running after money? What's everybody running after? Where's it taking? Where's it going? The answer is it's not going anywhere. That's depressing in of itself. Everybody's running after something where there's no tachlis, there's no future, there's no toyavas. This idea of having the Jewish people succumb to the Aveir of Znus and serving Baal Pa'or. The whole idea of Baal Pa'or is it doesn't have to have a tachlis. What are we doing? We're wasting our time. What is the Avodah Zohar Baal Pa'or? You take the waste and you make it into an Avodah Zohar. You make it into something good. It's not something bad. So there's no tachlis. There's no tachlis. They got them to succumb to the Aveir of Znus, which is Taiva, which is Yitzhahar. But where is it taking you to? Nowhere. So you're not depressed? You're just wasting your time? No, there's an Avodah Zohar called Baal Pa'or. And Baal Pa'or says that even though, you, even though it's all a waste, so what? Waste is, waste is also good. Waste is also, waste can even be an Avodah Zohar. That's the chibra between the two. It was basically the message that was being conveyed was that you don't have to look at what the tachlis is. You don't have to look at where is it taking you. You don't have to look at the future. Enjoy the moment. And even if there's nothing beyond the moment, good, make that into an Avodah Zohar as well. You don't have to do anything beyond the moment. But the Eden were crying because it's not a tachlis. 
And this is the point. A Yid, a Jew, is an eternal being. A Yid is an eternal being. And therefore it's not possible for a Yid to be happy and to be content with not thinking in the future. With not having the whole future, the whole existence, eternal existence of Klal Yisrael in his mind. The Hema Bachin, the Yidin were crying. They couldn't buy this. And of a desire of waste, there's nothing. It all comes to an end, there's nothing, it's all wasted. And that's good. And that keeps you happy. Doesn't make any sense. So they were crying, they were upset, they were depressed. And they were Koyri Krishma. Krishna, we close our eyes. We close our eyes means we divorce the world of present. Hashem Echad means we're looking into the future. We're going into the future. We close our eyes and we say that's the Hashem Echad of Krishna. We're not content. We're just enjoying the moment. Znus with Benoy Smoyov. Don't hack in China that this is a good thing in itself. It's Baal Paor. Enjoy the waste. Enjoy wasting your time. Enjoy waste. He doesn't buy it. The Yidin were crying. This is depressing. This is a life of depression. But they were reading Shema and they were saying the only life that's got fulfillment to it is if you have in mind Pinchas, he saved the situation. Because Pinchas saved the situation, he became Eliyahu Novi. Eliyahu Novi makes everybody happy. Eliyahu Novi is the Mavasa of Basuras Toivas. Eliyahu Novi is Mavasa of the Gula. Says the Rabbani Shalom. The Yidim were crying. They were looking. Help them. Help them get back focused into the future. Help, back get, help them get focused again. Move their focus into that a Yid is a Nitzchi. Eliyahu Novi did that. And uh, Pinchas, sorry, did that, and Pinchas became Eliyahu Novi. This is the message. When you speak to a secular Jew, and he's 18, 19, 20, 21, in the height of all his passion, and in the height of enjoying, the li- enjoying life, and he's just come back from a cruise around the Caribbean and the Antarctic and, and, and Europe and anywhere you want, and he's enjoying life, he's in the years of enjoyment. Where, where are you going? Where is it taking you? Where? What? You look at a movie and another movie and another movie. Where is it taking you to? You don't realize that you're wasting your time, you're wasting your life. As a Jew, do you really think that you were brought into this world just to enjoy and enjoy and enjoy and enjoy the moment, 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 and then and that's it? And then you become waste? Then you go back into the ground and you become waste? That's what you enjoy? That's Baal Enjoying the waste. Worshipping. Looking at it as a tachlis. A Jew will never feel fulfillment from it. A Yid will only feel simcha when he connects. He'll only feel gishmak when he connects to the future, when he connects to Nitzchis. Often when you talk to a secular Jew, he says, you know, okay, yeah, you really believe in Mashiach, like you really believe, like you really, really believe. It's not good enough just to, just to, just to prove and prove and prove and prove. Your whole language when you speak to him has to be that you're in the Nitzchis. Your whole language, when you, speak to, uh, when, when, when you speak to a secular Jew, he has to see the way, the way you speak. He has to see that you speak in a language of Nitzchis. You're living there. You're living in Krishna. You're living in the Hashem Echad. You feel Hashem Echad. I personally, I always answer them this. 
They say, how do you know? How do you know there's nitzvah? How do you know Mashiach? What do you mean? We feel him. We see him. How do you know there's nitzchis? What do you mean we're living in that nitzchis? That's how you have to speak. That's why everybody makes Shabbatonim. Because Shabbos is me'en olam haba. Shabbos is nitzchis. When you go into Shabbos, you transcend into a different world. Mamish, if you prepare yourself properly for Shabbos, that's what you do. That's what you do. That is what Shabbos is. Shabbos is nitzchis. I quoted this before. I know somebody was having treatments for Yenna Maisa. And it says he came to Shabbos, he felt such a nitzchi, everything pachat, everything left him. He just felt nitzchi, he felt he's here for nitzchi, there's nothing to be frightened about. Shabbos takes you into a place of nitzchi. Shabbos is an eternal, Shabbos takes us into ma'en olam haba. Enjoying Shabbos means I understand that enjoying, this is where the oineg is. This is where enjoying life is. This is where oineg and tainug, this is where it is. It's when you connect to the future, when you connect to eternity. When it comes to Shabbos, is all the tithes of the week and everything you're doing for the moment seems such a waste. And it is a waste. And you realize it's a waste. And Shabbos is the tshuva for that. That's what Shabbos is. Shabbos is also Yom Kippur. Yom Kippur is these man of slicha, these man of kapara, these man of tshuva. Because Yom Kippur is me'en olam haba. Yom Kippur is even more olam haba than Shabbos. Olam haba is ain't by lo'achila v'lo'ishtiyah. That's what Yom Kippur is. person goes into Yom Kippur, he forgets about all the Taivas Olam Hazeh. He feels that the Taivas Olam Hazeh is so fragile, it's so vulnerable, it's so nothing. It doesn't take you anywhere. There's no Nitzchias, there's nothing. It's, there's no future attached to it. Bechlal. After Yom Kippur, we go into Sukkot. Sukkot is sitting in Sukkot Oyrash of Yosem. Sukkot is sitting in the Levyosem. You're sitting in the Achras Yomim. You're sitting in Olam Abba. You're sitting in the Yomos HaMashiach. Sukkot is Mansim Chaseinu. Because if you don't live in Olam Abba, you're living a depressed life. If you don't live in the future, if you don't live in the world of Nitzchias, it's depressing. Sukkot is Mansim Chaseinu because we're living in the Chaseinu. We're living in the Levyosan. We're living in Olam Habba. That's what makes you happy. It's the opposite of living the moment. Does it really make you happy? This is what you answer to. How do you, if he asks you, how do you know Mashiach's coming? Tell him, why, why, why are El Chayidin so happy? A real Eid, a real Ebed Hashem. Why is he happy? Olamazeh is depressing. Olamazeh is coming to an end. Everything in Olamazeh comes to an end. Forget about the whole Olamazeh that's coming to an end. Every person in an individual life comes to an end. The flower, the apple, everything comes to an end. Everything becomes waste. So why is Olamazeh, why are people happy in Olamazeh? Either because they don't think, or because they worship the idea of enjoying the moment. That's Baal We don't belong to any of that. When we live our life of Shema, when we live a life of Hashem Echad, when we live our life Bayumahu, that's the Tachlis, that's the that's the that's the, the Aleph base of Yiddishkeit, that's the foundation, the fundamental of Yiddishkeit. That's what the Ramam says in the Khashuva, somebody that's not Mitsape for the Gula. He believes in the Gula, he believes Mashiach's coming. But he's not Mitsape for the Gula, he's not yearning for the Gula, he's a Khaifa. Because you're not living that life. If you're not living that life in the future. If you're not living that life in the future, you're not living a Yiddish life. So when you have somebody over for Shabbos, he comes to your house, he should feel Olam Haba in there. He should feel that he's transcending in your house into a different place, into a different atmosphere. He should feel that he's left the whole Olam Hazer.
The same thing is the Indian of Brismila, of the Yom Shmini, as we discussed on Friday night last week. Mil is the Yom Shmini. The Yom Shmini takes a person into the next world. It's Shmini, it's the next world. A person who lives his life and he's Kadosh Bekdusha Sabris, a person who's a Shoimer Kedusha, he's infused with the Yom Shmini. He lives with the Yom Shmini. The problem today's society is because that's exactly what went wrong. That's exactly what's gone wrong. When there's no Kedusha, when there's no Kedusha Sabris, a person undermines and a person severs himself from the Shmini. He doesn't live in the future. If he doesn't live in the future, he doesn't feel Alam Haba, then he's not Alam Hazer. It's depressing. Why does the Gemara say that all mitzvahs are Yidmo Mekayim Besimcha? Adai in Oysen Oysen Besimcha. Why is Mila Sosa Noichi Alim Rosecha? Kamoitzi Shal Rav. Why is Mila such a happy mitzvah? The same reason. Alam Hazer is depressing. And that's why everybody's depressed. Somebody who lives with the future, that's Mansim Hussein. In the same way as Sukkot is Mansim Hussein, because it takes us into the future. Exactly the same thing. Mitzvah Mila is the Shmini, it takes us into the future. So it's Sosanaychelim Rosachas, so it's Mamish happy. Anything that connects you to the future world is happy. Anything that Chasr Shalom severs you from the future world is upset, is depressing. What Bilam and Bala caused that Kalal should succumb in the area of Kedusha's Abris, he tore them away from the future. So all they're left is with present, and present is depressing. So he says, no, there's a, there's a, there's a Baal power as well over there. Baal power is going to take away depression. It's just going to tell you, be happy with the moment, be happy with waste. Enjoy your waste. You should go in. How can you enjoy waste? You enjoy waste? You enjoy taking your money out of your wallet and wasting it and burning it and ripping it up? Enjoy waste? That's how it is all. Yidin were crying. This is not. This is not. This is not. This is not a. It's not a Jewish thing. Yidin are nitzchim. Yidin are nitzchim. This is. This is not a Jewish thing. Pinchas Elio. Pasha's Pinchas we have going up to the Bais We have the Regolim. We have. We have his Mansim Choseinu. It's a happy Pasha. Eliyahu Novi is a happy parasha. Eliyahu Novi just brings the world into Simcha. Eliyahu is the Malach Abris. He just brings the world into Simcha. You don't have to prove Moshiach. You have to live with Moshiach. Somebody has to feel that when he, when he, when he comes to your house on Shabbos, he has to feel that, wow, I see, I don't need proofs. This is living Lassad Lovey. This is living a life of Lassad Lovey. A Shabbos, a Yontif. Even in the week. A Yid lives the whole time with the Olam Nitzchi. And your, your language that you speak is not good enough just to end your drosh. And it's a Shem Shibizocha to be Smashech Tzidkenu and Meherav Yemein Omein. That's not the way. That's not the way. That's not the way. That's, that's not what we mean. We mean it has to be in every word that you speak. A person has to be able to read, read between the lines. There's an Indian of Mashiach over there. That's the best cure. Take them out of the present. They're not happy. They're not happy. They won't admit in public. But you pull them to the side. You say, are you happy? 
with watching eight hours of movies one after the other. Are you happy? Do you feel fulfilled? Obviously not. And look at people, look at people living a Yiddish life. You can see the happiness in the real El Chayid and you can see the happiness. You can see it's coming from a different place. I said this story over here before that uh, the day after Ramosh Weber, my Rebbe, the day after Ramosh Weber was Nifta, or the day after he got up from Shiva. So, so some Bachram went, I don't know, from one of the yeshivas. They went to see him. They heard about him. They went to see him. And he was besimcha, and he was frish, like he always was. He was mamish, always frish. And then somebody walked in and said, hey, they told him, Ramosh, we saw Rabbi Shlomo Zalmarabach here yesterday. He says, what, what, what? He said, eh. Afterwards, they asked, he says, so they asked this guy, what was Rabbi Shlomo doing here? So he says, well, yesterday he got up from sitting, from, he got up from the shiva of his wife. He had no children. And he got up from the shiva of his wife. He lost, kids, he lost everything in Olam Hazen. And this was a day later. And he was fresh. When you see somebody who's so fresh, you see somebody who's so mali simcha, he's not living here. He's not living here. He is living here, but he's living with a mindset in a better world. He's living in a better world. He's living in a gishmaka world. That's happiness. Happiness is connecting to nitzchis. Waste, death, all comes into the same category. The yid is a nitzchi, and this has to be infused. And that takes them out of that. At the back of their minds, they're all depressed. All these people are depressed. Because Baal power is a fake. How can you worship waste? How can you enjoy waste? How can you give chashivas to something? It's waste. By very definition, waste means it's not chashivas. It's got no chashivas. And you're giving it chashivas? It's a sheker. It's a steerum in Ebe. It's self-contradictory. Eliyahu Novi, that's the emes. The emes is loite mochlefes. The emes is something that's consistent and something that never changes and something that's lasting forever. That's the emes. And that's the, that's the world of Simcha. Shmini Atzeres is the ultimate Yichud with Hashem. It's the happiest day. Purim is a happy day. Achashverosh made this Suda. Wow, such a Suda. So much to eat. So much to talk about. So much nourishment. So much toyevo. So much food and so much toyevo. Should be so much simcha over there. So much food and so much talk about whose wives are more pre. So much, there's so much going on over there. And at the end of the Surah is, Achashverosh falls into depression, he kills his wife, and he has a depression of months and months and months. Because that's where it all leads to. That whole Surah is one big balpa'ah. One big balpa'ah. They were talking about Znus. It was one big Baal When we realize where we're going, when Yid realizes that he's a Nitzchi. And the whole story of Purim proved that we're Nitzchi because we're supposed to come to an end. Because <laughs> there was a Gzera, a Haragal, a Hashmid, a Labayt, and it was Nechtam, a Tabaz, Shomalach, down here and up in Shemayim. And we didn't come to an end. So that proves that we're Nitzchi. If we're Nitzchi, we're happy. We're happy. We're nitzchim. Anytime you see happiness, it's always connected to this concept. So this whole era of proving things doesn't always work anymore. You have to see you living it.
have to see you living it. And that's why I've said over and over again, when it comes to a Shabbos, even if you, during the week you talk to them and you, and you, and, 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 and you talk to them about their narishkeit and you really try to, get the, you know, to, to, to live in their world, to help them, to help them climb out of that world, it comes to Shabbos, you don't want to hear any of that stuff. It comes to Shabbos, you are in your world. And when they see you in your world, that's the biggest lesson. That itself will take them out of their narishkeit. They see, wow, he's connected to something else. He's in this inner simcha, in this inner tranquility of Menuchas Shabbos. Just you're the role model. And that's something completely, that's, that opens up for them something, something completely new. You talk to them about Kedusha. You talk to them about Kedusha, about the idea of, of Chasushan, of, of Pegam Habris, of what a waste. And you talk to them about the Indian of Kedusha. You talk to them about running away from, 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 from killing, destroying, wasting great potential. And they chap it, and they're willing, to, they're, they're, they're willing to go for it, they're willing to try it, they're willing to live a week like that. They'll see an inner samcha in, in, in them. That's the nitzchis, that's the lesson. We're now in the Yemei Metzorah, we're now in the three weeks. In the three weeks, we're mourning over Chorban. Yidin don't just deal with Chorban. In the Chorban, you see the Binyan. We're Nitzchim. We don't just deal with Chorban. We deal with Chorban and Binyan at the same time. We don't deal separately with Chorban and Binyan. That was, that's what Rabbi Kiva was teaching them. <laughs> that's what Rabbi Kiva was teaching them in the Gemara at the end of Makkas. You don't look at this Navua separately and this Navua separately. You look at it all together. It's a Zoycha and it's a Roya Besimchosa. It's happening now. No, the Ebesh is helpful and we should be Zorcha Mitz Hashem to go into the Yom Shekuli Shabbos and Menucha Lachai Elamim Im Herab Yomeinu Amen. Any question? Shabbos is not their experience. Shabbos have to see your experience. But is it limited to Mashpia's experience? All these difficulties change experience. Just like I change idea with someone, I'm saying why I understand the Mashpia. I'm not going to understand my experience. Is there a limitation of the Mashpia? However, however, the Mashpia himself, the Mashpia can only be Mashpia. What he can be Mashpia. Why should he get into more? If he's got a good mashkiah, mashpiyah, let him tap into that. <laughs> or take him to a tzaddik that experiences Shabbos even better than the mashpiyah. But show him. That the, nowadays, bechlal, people are so entrenched in the ground. So, you know, that, like, like, like the, 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 the Medrash says in Eicho, hamar shabob yachzeren al Have them learn, and the more of Torah is machzir al It doesn't work today, was it? doesn't work. Chazal say it works. The Metzius says it doesn't always work today. Why? Because they're not getting into the Torah, Bechal. Their minds are so way off. Chazal is Emes forever. If they're willing to get to the Ma'ar of Torah, then they'll be Machzir and Mutaf. But not there, Bechal. So the only thing, that's why we talk about experience, because when they experience something, it takes them out of something. Uh, an argument, 
a back and forth, a back and forth. They're, they're, they're in their place. You're talking to them from, from, from where they're sunken in the mud, and they're talking to you like that. You've proven, you've disproven, they've proven, you reject the proof, and it's a whole shackle of the When they see, is then it's something completely different. That's something else. We're not talking about argument alone. We're talking about arguing from, yes, from Mashiach, no Mashiach, yes, God, no God. Who? Okay, then you're getting them into the Marshall world, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then you get into, we're talking about now arguing about, they want, to, they want you to prove Mashiach. They want you to prove that the Hashem is correct. They want you to prove all that. So we're saying that, that, that doesn't necessarily always work. The, 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 because at the end of the day, even if they argue and they don't, they don't believe it, they do believe it. It's hard for them to get out. That's the klal of today. Today, it's difficult for them to climb out. They're so deeply entrenched in their, in, their, in their mud, it's hard for them to climb out. So they don't really need a proof. Not that proof doesn't work. They don't, they don't need the proofs. That's not going to take them out. They know the emas. We've discussed this before in the earlier shuram. I've given you examples. They know the emas. They're just stuck. They just need something so powerful to suck them out of it. Again, again? <laughs> the answer is that's the proof of God. That's the proof of Share with him Gishmak, share with him deeper. You be the role model. You be in an elevated state. You be in an elevated state. If you're in an elevated state, that's the proof. If your Shalom Aleichem is elevated, and your Kiddush is elevated, and your Divritur is elevated, and he sees, you know, he sees your wife lighting the Shabbos candles, and he sees an elevation in the house, that's the greatest proof. doesn't need more than that. During the week, you can explain him and this and that, but nothing's, that's why they always make Shabbatonim. They work. And they work on different levels. They want, you want them to really work and have an elevated Shabbos. Become elevated, just not you. I'm saying, stop, a person should work on becoming elevated at Shabbos. Shabbos comes in, Shabbos comes in, this guy says, hey, I spoke to this guy Friday afternoon. And now he's mamish like in a different world. That's the biggest proof. That's the biggest proof. You don't even have to say very much. The tzaddikim wasn't today the yotzer of the, of the Shtafnesht? The outside today. Stefan Jeanette didn't say Torah. I heard the Bayana Rebbe once telling the, the, the Amishnah of the Rebbe that uh, the Bayana Rebbe's father was, was the Rav of Stefan He was the Rav of the town. He says that he used to say about the Stefan Eshter the Rebbe, Einoim Evein Dvorim, Belinish Makoilam, but Bechalar at Yatsakavan. You don't have to speak. You sit by the Heligat Sadik, he doesn't have to speak. A lot of tzaddikah, nobody understands what they're saying. It's not the toichen of what they're saying. It's just you're sitting in the Dhamma of the Tzaddik. That, that, that's what kept Yiddishkeit going for so many years. You sat by a tzaddik on Shabbos. You watch a tzaddik's avoid on Shabbos. That's the biggest proof. It's the biggest proof. Yeah.
person can learn Torah all day long and he's totally disconnected from Mashiach and he's totally disconnected from Nitzchis as well. doesn't necessarily go hand in hand. That's what we were saying before. Even somebody who is learning is not necessarily connecting to the march about Yachzeren and the Mutter. He's got to connect, not going into it now, it's a deep concept, but there's Or and there's Mo'or. Hamar about Yachzeren and the You've got to get to the Mo'or. There's an Or and there's a Mo'or. In other words, learning Torah doesn't necessarily get you the experience of Nitzchik. It should. It doesn't... So what does that mean? Again, I'm, I'm, I'm bringing the same point. What does mean? A person who's learning Torah should feel a nitzchis. We're learning, you're learning Torah, you're learning Rabbi Kiva's Torah, you're learning Torah about Peh. Rabbi Kiva's living in nitzchis. If, you learned, if a person learns Torah properly, he feels a nitzchis. That's what Chazal say. You shouldn't be ketinek haberech when he finishes learning. You should feel, you want to stay there for nitzchis. Every mitzvah you do, you should feel a nitzchis of that mitzvah. The Amshin Rebbe can't get out of a mitzvah. He starts a mitzvah, he can't get out of there. Stay there forever. He doesn't have to leave a mitzvah. He's happy in the mitzvah he's is, and he doesn't have to do any other mitzvahs. The only reason why he yanks himself out is is because it's almost the soft man of the next mitzvah. But that's the only way he gets himself out. Otherwise, he'd stay in the mitzvah. A person who lives life by Kedusha, every word of Torah, he could stay in one word of Torah forever. He's experienced nitzchis all the time. A person opens the safe, he starts learning one word of Torah, Mei Mosai. He feels, he should feel in that word, Mei Mosai, he should feel that he could stay there. Again, these are madrigas. A person has to strive for those. So it's not just, okay, I'm learning all day, I feel the experience, I feel, I feel, I feel Torah, I feel good, I feel Gishmak, I feel I'm doing the right thing, I feel nitzchis. Real, real Yiddishkeit means living the nitzchis, living nitzchis, because Torah is nitzchi, and every mitzvah is nitzchi. So if a person taps in properly to Torah and to mitzvahs, he's tapping into the nitzchis, he's tapping into Mashiach all the time. feel it should go hand in hand. If they're really experiencing it, then they get emotionally affected by it. If they're not getting emotionally affected by it, it's a problem to see whether they really experience the depth of it. Because, uh, you know, they shouldn't be emotionally affected by it. Torah, Torah can make a person sugar. I'm a paziza. You're crazy. We said, Nasa finishma. Torah makes you crazy. What did the Rechaim HaKadosh said? If a person feels the Nishmak of Torah, he goes, Exactly. He goes, person should feel. A person is learning Torah properly, Bikidusha meeting after a good davening, and davening was preceded by a good achonata davening, then he had a good davening, and then he's learning Torah. Is a person, a person will, will, should feel that, and will feel that. There's madrigas, but a person will feel that. In other words, if a person is learning Torah and doesn't feel a real passion for Mashiach, so in, in, on that madriga, there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a lack of his, of, 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 he's not learning Torah, and the madriga, perhaps he should be learning Torah. You have to realize it's all a pack. No, again, I'm trying, to, I'm trying to say it's all one thing. Torah. Who? No, even not learning a say from a sheikh. The chlal. Chlal. You see a tzaddik, you see the, the whole time. They're, they're, living in the, they're living in the future. They're living. They're experiencing nitzchis. That's what it is. They're experiencing nitzchis. The higher madrego a person is, the more he experiences nitzchis all the time. If a, person, if a person doesn't feel that during the week, when it comes to Shabbos, he, he'll feel less the idea of nitzchis and Shabbos as well. Shabbos, you only feel what you feel during the week. It's Shabbos is only a shlemus of, of, of your avodah during the week. So if a person feels in Shabbos, he's transcending into a different world. That's because he lived that life all his, all, all his life.
If you learn the Svarim of Tzadikim, you can see that they lived this all their life. They lived this all their life. They lived Mashiach, they lived Nitzchias, they weren't Mashiach Das. All Tzadikimists were not Mashiach Das for Mashiach. And it's not that they were consciously thinking of Mashiach all day long. They weren't doing anything else other than sitting and consciously thinking of Mashiach. No, that's Bittal Torah. <laughs> person's got to learn, person's got to daven. But when they were learning and davening, it was a Mashiach learning. It was a Mashiach I'll give you another example. There's some people that are, go crazy over saying to Hillel. I see that by the coastal every day. And there's some people that, you know, say to Hillel, it's a bit boring for them. You know, they say to Hillel, they, 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 they couple themselves, they're going to say from Perik, Christ from Perik, Yud to Tesvav. They say Yud to Tesvav. If a person's not crazy over, t- over Tehillim, there's something wrong, there's something wrong with it. Tehillim is just, it's out of control. It's Dovid Melach's outpouring, it's out of control. Dovid Malka Mashiach. The idea of Sefer Tehillim is it just takes you into that feeling of Dovid Malka Mashiach. You're living the life of Dovid Malka Mashiach. Dovid Malka Mashiach lived a, such a passionate life. Passion, emotion, it goes hand in hand with the learning. Hand in hand with a, with a, with a, with a, with a, with a Ebed Hashem. And again, that doesn't just come from being a London. That comes from getting up, Preparing for davening, davening a really good davening, a gishmaka davening, and after that, you know, it's it's a, it's a whole achana. But that should be the life. That is what to strive for. And now there's a person feels okay. I'm learning in koil all day. I'm living the best life. Definitely much better life than living out of koil, possibly. But 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 as he reached the shleimus, even if he learns by smother, it depends on the level of learning. What level of learning is he living? Is he learning Torah that he feels something so special about his learning? Or a person could just be, you know, could just be learning, and he could feel good. It feels very good, but he doesn't feel on fire. It depends. It all depends on the davening, and all depends on the hachana to davening, and it's all a package deal. We discuss it's all a package deal. If a person didn't have a good davening, he won't feel that in the Torah. If a person had a good davening, a slow davening, you know, like like there's a whole seder to davening. A person's got tithes, so so uh, so when you say korbanos, you're killing your nefesh abahamis, <laughs> you're sacrificing your tithes, and then you're going to say davan amelech to him, and then you're going to yichud of Hashem with shema, and then you daven It's a whole seder. If you follow the seder properly, and then you start learning after that, it'll come. It's it's Yiddish guide is a whole package. In other words, you did a chesed, you smiled at somebody, you gave somebody tzedakah, that's going to help you learn. It's all every single part of Yiddish guide is feeding after one another. I see that also. Stop. You see people giving stalker. There's two ways in the middle of dining a person gives stalker. Either you know, either you see him, you guy, you're disturbing me. I'm trying to dub. I'll give you anyways. Or in the middle of Sukkot the Zimra, you give him a big smile. You give him a shekel and you give him a big smile. You're giving him bchias. So if you give him a smile, you're giving him a kaimit to stalker with chias. You're learning also with chias. It's all feeding of each other. That's right. Or doesn't feel it. Tehillim is something. Tehillim is not is not part of a daily avoided necessarily. Let's say chesed, whatever. Torah avoided gemilas chasodim, right? Torah avoided gemilas chasodim. So of course, some people are more into Torah. Some people are more into avoided. Some people are more into gemilas chasodim. Everybody's got the shorish and the shama. But as a yid, as a yid, where Torah is a package deal, is a person should feel he can feel more chias in Torah than feels gemilas chasodim. But he doesn't feel, when a person comes for stalker and he doesn't feel gishma, he doesn't feel a moedik a, 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 a simcha to give the guy stalker, there's definitely something lacking in everything, yes. It's a piece of Yeshua, it's a separate avoid. You've got to be maktish sometime. When you say it's tzemach tovet abdecha, you'd have to have tzemach tovet abdecha. I've other there's times where you have to focus only on Tzibisa Yeshua. And any time a person, but, but you, you can't live with Tzibisa Yeshua every moment of the day. But, but, but Mitzvah Cheney, you can't be Messiah Das from it. 
So that's what we're saying. We're saying when this is your avoda, you'll have a subconscious tzipisel yeshua part of the day, and you'll have a conscious tzipisel yeshua in another part of the day. What does he feel when he's doing that? Once upon a time, yes. The problem of the problem of today's door, why you have to be passionate about Yiddishkeit is because it's a mitzvah that if you're not passionate about Yiddishkeit in today's door, you're passionate about something else. Once upon a time, they were passionate about Mashiach because they didn't have anything else. A yid was passionate about Yiddishkeit because this was his life. And to say it, save, save him from the other passion, or to channel the other passion, however you want to learn it. <laughs> Today, there's passion in the world, and we have to clock into the passion of Kedusha. What if, what if one lives in a place that doesn't have any yonah that are necessarily Ah, so you get up really early, and you go onto the porch, or you go onto the lawn at the back, and you start your avoida there. Why do you need somebody else to get into passion? We have Sfarim with us, we have everything with us, yeah? Right, you know yourself. You know wherever you go, you take a lot of svarim with you. So Hashem is. Uh, who? No, yeah, no, I'm saying a person. I'm saying it's a good, it's a good example. It's a good example. A person's got to be able to. A person's got to be able to get into passion. On the contrary, some people know they're in a place where there's a, where the, you know where there's less passion. So they, some people are even more excited. They can start having at home. They can have a shemaka davening. They can join. They can you know they can start a half an hour before they start in shul and they can build their passion with themselves, they can learn, they can, whatever, whatever their hachanas are, and they can go to shul already on fire. But again, that's also in a way, in our a yid has to know, a yid mustn't be totally dependent. He's not allowed to go to live permanently in one of these places unless he's at the level where he can, uh, I'll give an example of Rav Grossman, he's living over 50 years in Migdal Emek and he still davens like Yerushalayim, Karolina, you can't imagine. And I know my son-in-law told me, my son-in-law told me that there were, there were years where he didn't really have a minion over there. He used to dab him in his salon by the wall over there and he used to dab him for two, three hours every single day. He didn't have a minion, so he wasn't pressured by Borchu and Yishtabach and this and that. And he davens, and Ad Hayoyim Hazeh, he davens a Karolina davening over 50. He's been in, in, in the Migdal Eimach for over 50 years. He hasn't had a normal minion in over 50 years. And he still davens like a Yerushalayim, a Karolina Chosek. And he still lives with emotion. He told me himself, he says, every day, large part of the day, he still lives with emotion. He lives him. He feels him. That's, that's what we're talking about. That's what we're talking about. He can say this. I've heard him saying certain different Torah probably 30 times, 40 times already. He says it every time. It's such a chiyas. and such a gishmat. He's, he's living in that world. He's living in that world. Don't move out anywhere until you've tested yourself that you're going to be able to live like that. Again, going out, there is a certain shtickle sacrifice. Of course, if, if Rav Grossman would be living in Mesha Arm, davening Kalin every morning, his avoida was, you know, like by Noyach. But nevertheless, to, 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 to be at a point where you're going out of Kirim and you're basically going to just dissolve your whole passion your whole gishmak is just going to so to speak go down the tubes because you went out to Kishin that, that's, that's uh, you're not going to be able to do very much in Kiev 
not going to be able to do very much. We say this almost every year. You've got to be a role model of living elikus. You've got to be a role model. You've got to be kilu to the best of your ability to be transparent. People should see elikus in you. That's the best cure. You don't have to be the biggest Talmud Chacham. You, don't have to, you have to be a Yid of passion. Because everybody in this world is suffering. All the, the, the secular Jews in this world are suffering from passion of Tumah. And the only way they can see that, the only, way they can, the only thing that can help them is Zeh Le'umas Zeh. Zeh Le'umas Zeh. If they see there's such a Musik, a lot of them don't know that there's such a Musik. A lot of the guys that went off the Derech Nabuch, because they were raised in Kehillahs, where there was no passion, and davening was just very, very, very dry. So they don't know there's a Zeh Le'umas Zeh. Judaism is boring, and movies is exciting. That's, that's what they feel. Many, many of them, multitudes of them, have never, ever experienced. They don't even know there's a musik of a gishmak of, of a thing. <laughs> take, take these kahillas, you know, take a kahilla like Ramosha Weinberger. It exploded. Why did it explode? Because people had no idea that there was a musik of, 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 of gishmak avoid. They, they, they didn't know it existed. They'd never seen it before. They daven, they daven every day. They're elech. They never knew that such thing exists. As soon as they saw somebody that's teaching Pneumius, and as soon as they saw somebody that's passionate about Yiddishkeit, they, 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 they were sucked in. Poshit. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.